Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green on WGR is presented by Woods to Wedges, by Michelob Ultra, by the Western New York PGA, by Custom Turf, and by our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantara, and Briarwood. It's time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Good morning, everyone, from Lockport Town and Country Club. Tee to Green is on the air on a beautiful day. The sun is out, it's shining, and I think golf weather is finally here as we welcome you inside. Beautiful clubhouse here at Lockport Town and Country Club. Brian Colziel, PGA Pro. Jeff Metis here, and uh, we've got some guests coming up in just one moment. Jeff, good morning. Good morning, Brian. Good to see you again. Same here. One of our favorite uh, patios to sit on throughout the year. This beautiful view and the sun shining through, nice and warm. And I think golfers are waking up with a little better attitude this morning. Absolutely. It uh, it finally seems as though uh, spring <laughs> is going to be here after. Right? No. no. Uh, Next weekend it'll be 40. No, no, no. It looks beautiful. But yeah, we're here at Lockport Town and Country Club in our normal uh, nice corner spot overlooking the first tee from inside the windows here. And then on the other side, we get to see the 18th. The iconic 18th. That's right, with their new patio. Yep. Very nice. And, yep. uh, we'll be talking about that coming up here in just a few minutes. Anyway, uh, lots to talk about here over the course of the next hour. Of course, our normal golf roundtable. We'll get our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week coming up. We will also uh, get some thoughts coming up on what's going on on the PGA Tour. Uh, also, there's a great new special going on here at Lockport Town and Country Club. Melissa Pinkman is going to join us, the marketing director, coming up in about a half hour or so from now. Uh, Roland O'Malley, the great general manager, is here with us, and Judd Noto, the new PGA professional. Judd, Roland, good morning. Thanks for coming, good morning. coming on with us. Thanks for having always. us. Thank you. Roland, thanks for always for, uh, for having us be a part of the show. You guys have been a, a long supporter of our Tee to Green broadcast, and we're, we always love coming back here, so thank you. Thank you. We love having you here. You know that. Looking great dressed, as always, as you always are here. He's well dressed, yes, at 7 in the morning. That's nice. right. He's the best, uh, the best dressed of our group here. Yeah, and your super looks, he's dressed very, very warm right now, driving around out there. That's right. It's still a little cold out <laughs> yes, there. Yes, it is. It is, absolutely. So anyway, Judd, welcome to the show here as well. You're joining us here for the first time. I know you're probably excited to get golf season going and underway. Sure, I appreciate you guys having me. Um, obviously, we've been off to a slow start this year. The snow actually just melted out in the course on Thursday afternoon, so... Um, we're looking forward to a good season. Today's the first day. The sun's really been out all day, so hopefully we get some golfers out there. Just talk a little bit about your background uh, sure. with you coming here to Lockport now for the first year. Um, obviously, this is my first year here. I'm replacing Ed Borak, who was here for 27 years. Um, I had the opportunity to meet Ed this week. He seems like a great guy and gave me some great input on the job. Originally, I'm from western New York. I grew up in... Um, just south of Rochester. I grew up playing at Stafford Country Club, and um, I went to college at Penn State for the PGM program, and had the good fortune of working for some top pros at some top clubs. I worked at Shinnecock Hills and National Golf Links, and um, I had the opportunity to work for Jay Sutherland at the Country Club of Buffalo, which was um, an excellent opportunity. Jay does a great job there, and I was very fortunate, and um, I'm super excited to be back to the area to work at Lockport Town and Country Club. Excellent. Roland, what did you uh, find so attractive in Judd here that uh, you brought him on board? You know, his experience, his mannerism, I mean, he's just really, um, he brought a lot to the table. And it, and it just, it seemed like after our first visit, um, as he was leaving, I went and I go, that's our next pro. You, you know, you get that feeling. I yeah. said, he's going to be the one. And so far, 
was the right choice. He's doing a great job. Excellent. So, so, Roland, as a general manager, you obviously see value in a in a PGA professional. Can you tell us a little bit about what the, what value a PGA professional will bring to an operation like uh, Lockport Town and Country? The golf professional brings better experience to your members. It makes them want to play more golf. Judd had a lot of experience in instruction, so he he's going to spend a lot of time with our members. Better golfers play more golf. You know that. Correct. Without a good PGA professional to sell merchandise or tell people what they need. They really at times need to be told what they need to play a better game of golf and make the game more fun, which is what we're all trying to accomplish, so that they're out here on your courses more. And I see a lot of that. Um, I see a lot transitioning that way where people are you're, we're making our courses a little bit more playable to the average golfer to make it more fun day for them to get out because mm -hmm. you want them back. You know, if they're struggling through their game, no one runs to struggle themselves. Well, I do, but most <laughs> most don't come back and keep u utilizing the course, and that's that's our goal. And that's what a, that's what the golf professional brings to it. They create better golfers. Yeah, no, that, that makes a ton of sense. You think you know when you when you get better, you're motivated to want right. to, no, no matter what you're doing. Yeah, and I like the word you used, fun. Yeah, golf is supposed to be fun. <laughs> we often forget. Yeah, it's you use words like grind, work on your game, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, you're out there to have fun. That's right. Uh, Judd Noto, the PGA professional here at Lockport, joining us. Roland O'Malley, the general manager, along with PGA Pro Jeff Minas. I'm Brian Colziel here on Tee to Green. We're obviously here at Lockport Town and Country Club. The sun is out. Yes, you, it is. It's right in my eyes, actually. Yeah, which, uh, I have sunglasses on indoors. Judd, I'm yes, not. Yeah. I'm not not looking at you when you're making great points. I'm just uh, the sun is right in my eyes. Right today, yeah. You know what? I'm not complaining. It's. I'm still kind of thinking. Been a while. What right? is that in the in the sky there, right there? It's beautiful here. Is it? It drapes over the first hole as uh, as we look at this great course and looking forward to talking about the course here in just one moment. I want to pick up one thing though. Roland said that he really liked Judd's background on instruction, and that's mm -hmm. something that we talk about quite a bit. And uh, Jeff, I'll get your thoughts, and then Judd, you too. But uh, instruction, I know, is something that my son, who's eight and is very excited about this, I know you had said, like, starting off on the right foot, like, that can help quite a bit. Right. Uh, no matter what the age, if you want to pick up golf and get going, uh, going to a PGA professional to start and kind of getting yourself on that right foot is the best move because the worst thing you can do is pick up bad habits either through yourself or through someone else, and then all of a sudden – as you know, it makes it 10 times more difficult to try to go back and fix it later. Well, yeah, and, and we talk about this a lot. Uh, off the, it, 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 there's a lot of cliches that golfers pass around to each other that are certainly detrimental to playing the game well. You know, like kids, like we talk about your son. Well, swing easy, swing easy. You don't want kids to swing easy. You want them to create speed. Or when you're playing with your buddies and they tell you to keep your head down or your eye on the ball, there isn't a bigger myth out there in, in the game of golf or your left arm straight or my favorite is swing the club out towards the target well that's just a terrible move that are, is going to get a lot of golfers in trouble so little things like just understanding the simple the simple concepts of the golf swing or going to see a pga pro they talk to the best players in the world have players they work with or pros they work with they're usually pga professionals that help them with their swing jack nicholas went every spring to work on his grip his stance his alignment his posture same thing in the spring. I get a lot of a, a lot of lessons where people, hey, let's just get a little tune-up. Let's make sure we're in good shape for the season. Let's make sure some things haven't got out of whack or have gone, you know, if you've been trying to hit a hook, maybe you've gone a little too far with that. Or if you've been uh, working with your grip, maybe you got it too strong or too weak. So those things you just want to check with someone who's knowledgeable. And if you do it all day, every day, and you've been trained to do it, as PGA professionals are, it, it certainly makes it easy for us to fix it. What about instruction, Judd? Just a follow-up on Jeff's thoughts. Yeah, there. I agree with Jeff, absolutely. Um, I think instruction needs to be tailored to the, each individual student. Um, obviously, everyone swings differently, but uh, I feel it's important to work with them. And one of the key, especially with juniors, is to make it fun. Because if it's not fun, they're not going to want to come back to junior clinics or junior leagues every week. So you want to create different competitions and events for them to make it fun and competitive. Yeah, that's why that PGA Junior League is so sure. cool because yeah, they go out perfect. there, they have fun, they wear jerseys. They, your son it's a did team. it. Yeah, yeah, it's a team thing. It, if you hit a bad shot, it's okay, you know. And yeah. uh, no, the, I mean the setup for that is just is just perfect. Uh, last week, the, the the team that my son is on with, which is the uh, Tantara Fox Valley Combined Team, we had our first practice, and already just some of the elements of taking fun into it. But mm -hmm. right away, you could see also too even. Um, they felt at ease, but even I know that the, the moms and the dads hanging around, they felt at ease of describing the format that we're going to play with, which is a two-man scramble format. Perfect. I mean, it's that's fun. It, boy, it's not well, only is that fun, competitive, but it also it relieves the pressure that, oh, I don't have to be play your own perfect ball on every sure. shot and everything like that. So 
Uh, I know that's, I mean, that's one thing, Judd, I know that we've talked, we talk about quite a bit on the show is, of course, growing the game. I'm, it's one of the mission statements I know that you guys have as a PGA professional, but um, the next wave of golfers coming up, um, we know there was the huge influx in the mid and late 90s with Tiger Woods Tiger coming was. in, and we're seeing now those players on the PGA Tour. We know Jordan Spieth's, Ricky Fowler's, Justin Thomas's, all their heroes, Patrick Reed's even said it, He growing up, that their hero was Tiger. Well, this next generation, whether there's a Tiger or not to hook them in or not, we'll have to find out, but... Um, they're the next wave of golfers, which is going to keep the industry growing strong. So we've got sure. to obviously keep them alive and well and enjoying the game. Absolutely. Um, there's a lot of other opportunities out there. A lot of kids play soccer, baseball in the summer. So you really have to make it enticing for them to come out to the club and make competitive environments, especially for the advanced juniors. Like here at Lockport Town and Country Club, I'm going to have an advanced junior program for the more advanced and skilled juniors to um, have the opportunity to come out a bit more and play a bit more. Yeah. Roland, just how about I know that families now, I know it's something you obviously take great pride in here as a part of your membership, but part of that is having juniors involved too. Uh, what can you speak upon to that here at Lockport Town and Country Club? We've benefited over the last probably 10 years as a lot of families joining our club because of, and a lot of that had to do with your PGA professional having a, you know, a, a junior program for them to play. We've made options for college students at a reduced rate to be here to play golf. High school kids, junior, they can come in and play golf, get a, a, a very reasonable golf membership to play year-round every single day. I've seen kids here play 36 holes a day, and that's just that's what... Youth. It, yes, it, that's it's youth, yes. <laughs> and, and on top of it, walk those 36 Good legs. Holes, yeah, yeah. Okay? It's strong There's a lot legs. of hills here. Those are the things that make you proud those are you know when the parents bring in the kids to learn this game because they want to play golf with their kids i had someone in the last week last saturday morning she sat there and she goes i've gotten away from golf and now all my kids want to play golf i need a membership because i want to start playing and my husband's going to start playing because we want to do this with our kids you know and that's a plus that's the change that's happening parents are doing a lot of things with their kids and one of it i think is going to start turning it's going to turn towards golf yeah i i I agree with you you see a lot of that more golf has changed golf the demographics the people that are playing and even the amount that they're playing i see a lot more wives and families and juniors playing now than 10 years ago by a mile and the other thing is people are playing more nine hole rounds just because it fits into their schedule nicely you know that's two hours with a family with young kids so you do see that change and you need to adapt and, and improvise as you go along as a, as a golf professional but that's that to me that's a positive yeah and i i saw that what jack nicholas was saying too about how that you know as he goes forward with i know he obviously is involved well he's involved in everything but yeah. with golf but uh course design that he's looking to design more nine hole courses mm-hmm. and uh, family-friendly courses and things like that. And, um, that is something, too, I think, and and I'm as guilty of anybody of when I play nine, it's always that. It, 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 I'm sure there's a little ego involved, too, of the, like, well, what's my score? You know, that sort of thing of, like, well, it's, you know, I didn't complete 18 holes and, like, you know, Still tr- post it, right, trying right? to get a course, <laughs> you know, just times two, right? Yeah. You know, I had a good yeah. nine <laughs> times two. Done. No. Yeah. Um, that that mystique of that it doesn't have to be judged doesn't always necessarily have to be 18 holes in order for you to feel like you played and had an enjoyable day right i mean 18 holes has taken four and a half to five hours and a lot of people especially the younger generation don't doesn't have the time to spend that long whether it be the week or weekends so um, nine holes becoming more and more popular and one of the things we're doing because pace of play is another one of those barriers that people talk about you know at glen oak we're having a 415 expectation to play and we're putting a we're look we're they're calling a PGA tees, U.S. Kids Golf. We're moving some forward tees up. So if you're a junior and the women's tees are, or a woman and the women's tees are too far for me, we're going to have tees up Move in the middle up. of the fairway. Yeah, sure. So go up. It's that whole. Listen, we have men that are playing the wrong tees. You know that. Yeah, we talk yeah. about uh, <laughs> tee forward. Them, right? Yeah. <laughs> how often have we talked about tee forward? How successful it's been? How much more fun people have playing from appropriate tees? I want to throw in something that uh, I was going to bring up later, but I think it's a good time now. We talked about pace of play. Um, a, uh, quite a bit of, actually, PGA pros on Twitter responded to a, a topic this week. Uh, Kip Henley, uh, a caddy, had said that he was sitting there talking about how the pace of play, he said, is just getting ridiculous on the PGA Tour. And he, here's his tweet. He says, I get these greens are tough uh, with lots of runoffs, and the wind blew hard. He's talking about last week's event at the RBC Heritage mm-hmm. uh, down at Hilton Head. But he said, but that adds way more math. 
He said, we were never out of position today, but we were 20 minutes shy of a six-hour round. Come on, Turtles. This is bad for the game. Steve Flesh, who actually did quite well last week on the Champions Tour event, said, it's never going to change the younger they get, the slower they get. Green books, checklists, fast greens, analytics, wind. No one seems to be able to pull the trigger, and they have no repercussions here on tour. We're bad role models. Oh, and in college golf, it's it's the same. I coach college golf. It was ridiculous, and and I would I would agree. They're going through all these putting machinations, and they've got their yardage books out, and they're throwing the grass up in the air three, four, five times. They're watching their idols do this all the time. Now they think that's the way the golf needs to be played. How many times have you played a round of golf where you just got on a cart or you just walked by yourself? You play fast. All of a sudden, you're like, wow, I'm playing Play great. Better, yeah, right? I'm yeah. not even thinking about I'm it. Thinking. I'm just buzzing around with my buddies. And uh, or how many times, Judd, have you played a practice round where you're just trying to get 18 holes in Absolutely. real quick? You had it up when you're done. I'm like, wow, I played Two well. Two and a half, three yeah. hours, you're done. And yeah, you, you play better because you're not thinking. Absolutely. Yeah, so I know at our club, that's a well, that's something we're really working on attacking this year. I know you, I'm sure you will. Every club works sure. on attacking. It just takes one person. One group to ruin a day for everybody. So, uh, so yeah, that's something you just have to be cognizant of when you're out there. And I think if you create that culture, I think golf's going that way too. People, if it, we're trying to get away from that five-hour round at, at clubs and when you play. And uh, but the PGA Tour and, and college golf is not setting a good example for us. Yeah, well, I know that uh, from the members that I know that are here, that's one thing that I know they find attractive is that rounds don't take six hours here at no. Lockport. Um, we have people that and they. they on the show a few years ago we have people that get out here in the morning and get out early yeah. they walk they can walk this referring person. to uh, mr height yes yes we, they, we yeah, i was looking for him I, I know I, I was looking for him walking up 17 i remember when we uh, were frost away when we were on 17 well we were here a few years ago uh, bill height the former saber member here uh we were here setting up before the show so you know 6 40 ish we're sitting here 20 minutes before the show and someone's walking down 17 i'm thinking Who's here? Who's, you know, and then you told me, like, yeah, he's already been playing. Yeah. I mean, in the summer, obviously, a little more daylight. But, uh, yeah, that, I mean, I think that's definitely something that if you're looking for somewhere to play and time of rounds is an importance to you, which probably it is with many, then this is a good place to play. This is awesome for it. I mean, we Judd spoke of it, and, you, all, you know, you speak of these four, and four hours and 15, four and a half hours. I mean, they're getting them done in under four hours here, which is um, – you know, number one, it takes skill, you know, and they know the course to get around it. But uh, it, that's what makes this a much smoother, you know, tea time, tea, they're going. There's not really a lot of backup here. It's it's always been uh, around the four hours, four hour and ten minutes, or under four hours, which with a lot of them walking, believe it or not. And this is not the easiest course in western New York to try to walk and get around. You've all played it, so you know it's not. So it's... Uh, but, yeah, I would say it's, it's skill. It's just awareness. When it's your turn to hit, you hit. And that's a culture that's created probably at a club and, and in your own foursome. You know, you can create that culture in your foursome. So when it's time to hit, you hit. You don't sit there and wait for your, you know, the wind to change directions for you. That's right. Tee to Green live here at Lockport Town and Country Club. 717 is the time here on our opening segment. Thanks for being with us. Along with PGA Pro Jeff Medes, I'm Brian Colziel. Judd Noto, the new PGA professional, is joining us as well as the general manager, Roland O'Malley. And uh, the sun is out. It's beautiful. The birds are uh, flying away here from our first tee box, so spring is in the air. So I uh, hope you get a chance to play no matter where uh, you're heading out to play uh, this year. Uh, before we let Judd go here on this first segment, let's get in our Western New York PGA tip of the week, and it's brought to you by the Western New York PGA. The Western New York PGA has one goal, promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond. Uh, and we're going to talk about creating more speed. And, uh, Jeff, I know when we – prep before the show i always ask you about your, the tip of the week and i know that was something that uh, you wanted to bring to the table this week so that's because i'm getting older that's yes, right and, uh, you're looking to create more <laughs> yeah, speed i'm looking to create more speed you every tell, year you tell my young son don't tell him to swing slow tell him to try to swing with speed so right. um what are some of the keys to swinging with speed and for those that are listening this year that say i, I want to generate more speed right. for, for this year upcoming uh, what are some of the keys and then judd you can jump in with your thoughts on yeah it. i think uh well first of all people don't practice creating speed there's a lot of you know a lot of bad advice out there swing easy all this stuff that gets people to not create speed i like a few drills um you know first of all try to cr practice creating speed take your seven iron and try to hit it as far as you can you know hood it down hit a hook whatever make some swings and get in the habit of swinging with speed as long swing as hard as you want as long as you can stay in balance i say or still make good contact um if you're swinging a weighted club that's not helping you create speed that may help make you stronger but it's not creating spe speed so swing uh, 
flip the golf club around, put the head of the club in your hand, and make a bunch of swings, you'll hear that swish. Try to make that swish the loudest just past impact, and try to create, you know, get in the habit of swinging faster, swinging faster. If you never practice swinging fast, you won't you won't have the ability to swing fast. And especially with children, they learn to create speed at a young age. At a certain point, if you haven't ever created speed or done anything athletic in a golf swing, it gets harder and harder to ever gain that speed. So as we, t- as we talk about with your son, swing, swing hard, okay? Um, I want people to hit it as hard as they can. We can always teach them to hit it straight later. Um, absolutely. I agree with Jeff. Um, as a junior growing up, I had the opportunity to work with Craig Harmon at Oak Hill, and he would always it's teach good, me. a good name to work with. Yeah, <laughs> he was the best. Um, but he would say, I don't care how fast you swing back. He said, I want you to swing through as quick as you can. And he taught me that from the time I was 10, 11 till um, whenever. But um, I think it's very important, and you see more and more um, PGA Tour professionals, especially working out now. Fitness yeah. is becoming big. We're... 20 years ago, 15 years ago, before Tiger was out there, no one worked out. So I think that really helps as well. Uh, before we let you go, Judd, by the way, again, Western Europe PGA Tip of the Week. If uh, you want to, you know, any of these things you're talk, hearing about, instruction, uh, you want to just start golf, maybe this is the year you feel like you want to start, uh, you want to get your son or daughter involved, everything you can check out at uh, the Western Europe PGA website, wnypga.com. Uh, Judd, you also said part of your uh, previous track record, you were at Shinnecock Hills, which I would I would be a poor host if I didn't ask you one thing about that before we let you go, because that's the site of this year's US, US Open. Open. It'll be the, the next major uh, on the PGA Tour calendar. Uh, what sort of challenges are the pros going to have here? I was there in 04. Were you there in 04? I was there in 04. When, um, when Goosen outlasted Mickelson. He made all the putts back nine. Really, in 04, which I tell a lot of people because they always ask me, the wind never really blew. Yeah. And the scores were super high. Um, I think the course was set up. I think it's going to be set up a little bit different this year. Um, that was the year there was controversy with the seventh green, right? Seventh I re- green. I remember the, they was, were hosing in between groups. I remember yeah. standing there watching them that... They'd be putting on six, the next group getting to walk over to the 70, and they were hosing during competition. I mean, I was pretty Yeah, that's a Redan that hole where the green sloped yeah. heavily from left to right, so it was tough to even keep balls on the green because yeah. everything would slope and roll off. Um, Beyond that, though, I'm sure that's. I'm sure they're going to make sure that that doesn't happen this yeah, time around. Yeah, I think but. they're going to keep it more green. Um, yeah. I think last time the... Um, they firmed it up quite a bit because the rough was, wasn't quite high enough as they anticipated. So I think it's going to be a great open. I think if the wind blows, the scores are going to be high. Um, they'll keep those greens firm and fast, which makes it quite a challenge there with the winds. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool place. I'm looking forward to it, though. It's going to be a great year. For me, I feel like when I think about Shinnecock Hills, the, the, the first thing I think of is Corey Pavin hitting that uh, fairway. 95. Wall. 95. <laughs> yep. They that still have a that, plaque in the fairway. Do they have one? Yeah. yeah. Where he hit it and it, it yeah, hit a forward from like 195 yards right. or and whatever him, it was. Up right. Till, yeah. And he was not a long hitter and he no. even admits to it. But that was, I mean, that was the shot of his career. Yep. Now guys are hitting seven irons that far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like um, they've got the plaque uh, at, uh, at Oak Hill where Sean McKeel hit that. Yep. Seven, a famous seven iron to uh, I've, clinch I've, the PGA. I've tried hitting seven iron from there. I can't reach. Yeah, no, it'll kill. Yeah, a little too far. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> a little too far that green me. goes up at, right at the end. You yeah. think you got it, and then it drops yeah, right in front. Absolutely. Roland O'Malley, the GM, thank you again for having us here. Before we let you go, I know we don't want to steal Melissa's thunder here coming up, but I know you guys are excited about uh, there's a new special going on. Melissa's going to tell us all about that. But uh, the, you showed us the completed patio outside. It just it looks tremendous. I'm sure you're very proud of how it all turned out. It turned out fantastic. It, it was it's, it's better than what we had expected it to be, and it's just created a big buzz and adrenaline rush from your members. They love being out there. We finished out the year last year out there. We had a long season, so we were able to have the fire pits going, and it just gave a whole dip, different atmosphere to Lockport Town and Country Club. It fit right in there like it's always been there. Yeah. When you look at it now, you would think, you know, what did it used to look like? Because it just fit in perfect, and everybody's just really enjoying it. And it's just created a buzz, and it's made it you know a lot more fun for everybody around here. Yeah, no, it looks great, absolutely. Except for the guy that misses the putt on 18. Because he gets heckled? Yes. Yeah, it's good. They should get heckled. <laughs> I, I think that sets up perfect for, the, for uh, if you're sitting out there, if you're, you're watching people play 18. A little gallery. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, yeah. There'd, there'd be some chirping, <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> if, if Sylvester was there, we'd be chirping him, wouldn't you? That's yes. right. Yes. Absolutely. 
Kevin is, uh, for those of you, by the way, uh, wondering where Kevin is, he's normally part of a roundtable. He is at the Valero Texas Open. He'll be joining us uh, in our final five minutes of the show to give us an update on what's going on there this week with our PGA Tour event. So that's coming up. We'll get our PGA check of the leaderboard. Also, our Champions Tour report coming up. You're going to like who's in the lead, by the way, at the Ooh, Champions Tour report. I like all the old Did guys you, now. Have yeah. you seen? <laughs> I have not. Well, it'll be a name you'll definitely know. Ooh, the tease. That's right. So we'll have that coming up. And also, uh, we mentioned it there, uh, there's a great new special going on here at Lockport Town and Country Club. So if you've ever had your interest about this place, you'll get the chance to hear more about that as Melissa Pinkham is going to join us coming up, the marketing director, next segment as well. Judd, thanks so much. It was a Thank pleasure, you guys pleasure for meeting me. you. Yeah, it. welcome and, to the uh, neighborhood. The, uh, that was a great segment. So uh, we're back for another radio show this year. Sounds so good. Get, keep your radio we'll see voice. see you soon. Sounds great. <laughs> thanks, right. Thanks, Roland, you going to stick with us for next segment? Yes, I am. Excellent. All right. More from Lockport Town and Country Club here on TD Green as uh, we roll on on WGR. Back with more in just a few moments. It is time for our check of the PGA Tour Champions Tour report. And it is brought to you by Absolute Care. They are playing this week in kind of kind of a fun spot, Ridgedale. And it's the, uh, hold on, let me get the official, uh, the Big Cedar Lodge. I knew it was a big lodge. The big Cedar Lodge in that's, Ridgedale? That's right. Where's Ridgedale? It's the Bass Pro Shops Legends of Golf in Missouri. Oh. That's right. Uh, here's your leader. It's actually a, a team event. Michael Allen, who's partnered with, give me one guess, your, your guy on this. My guy, Freddie? No, John Daly. Oh, how is he my guy? <laughs> he's not my guy. You always want to know what he's doing. <laughs> I never want to know what he's doing. That's no. right. He's jumping out of the way of cars not to get hit. Sometimes in front of he orders. is. Yeah. yeah. Allen and Daly are uh, right now your leaders through two rounds. It's a four-round event on the uh, PGA Champions Tour this week. It's, it's like they PGA are, Junior League, two-man teams, right? That's right. Yeah. They're up one shot on a whole big group of golfers, including the pair of Longer and Layman. That seems like a pretty tough pair. Yeah. Right there. Not a lot of chit-chat going on there. No. no. The pair, though, to follow that might be fun is uh, the shot. The pair that are two back, that is Jimenez and Olafable. I'd like to be the announcer for that, <laughs> pronouncing the, those great golf names. I'd like to go out uh, with them after them. the round. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That might be more fun. Absolutely. So, yeah. So Daly and Allen are your leaders there, as at the bro at the Bass Pro Shops Legends of Golf. That's our look at our PGA Champions Tour report. Uh, we'll get the PGA Tour leaderboard check coming up in our next segment. Kevin Sylvester's at the Valero Texas Open in San Antonio, and uh, we'll find out what's going on there. Kevin, I heard him yesterday. Listening was uh, with Jimmy Walker's group, and uh, we'll find out what's going on in that event coming up. At about 7.50, but uh, we're at 7.31 here, Lockport Town and Country Club, back for another segment along with PGA Pro Jeff Minas. I'm Brian Colziel here on WGR. I want to thank Judd Noto, the new PGA professional, for joining us here last segment. Uh, if you missed some of the great stuff that Judd had to say, we'll have our entire show up on our on-demand audio section a little bit later on this morning at WGR550.com. I'll also be tweeting out the audio. If uh, you follow me on Twitter, you'll get it there, at Brian. WGR. But Roland O'Malley, the general manager, sticking with us here for another segment. And also now joining us here on our roundtable is Melissa Pinkham, the marketing director. Director, Melissa, good morning. Good morning. Do you play golf, Melissa? I do not. What? I keep on meaning to try. This is the year. You know. This is the year. Judd will teach you. It's, That's it's right. a simple game. That's right. It's yeah, a lot of fun. That's what they tell me. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, there's nothing that can go wrong. No. It's it's all yeah, it's all, easy. Yeah, it's, it's the easy. easiest sport in the world. Right. No doubt. No Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Melissa, thank you for having us here again today. Uh, we'll let you go first. I, I know that uh, you and Roland have both kind of expressed that you guys have some real excitement over uh, a great opportunity this year here at Lockport. So uh, tell us all about it. We do. So we're offering a promotion currently where you prepay 2019's dues, and the rest of 2018 is actually waived for the dues. You're still responsible for like your monthly assessments and food minimum and that, but it's a great deal and it's a great way to get in here and try us out. Excellent. Let's see. Wanna... Uh, um, we worked on this to try to. Everything seemed to have clicked here with new chef, new pro. We've done a lot of things with the golf courses, both of you know, 
and uh, we worked with the board and I have a fantastic board of directors and I said listen let's try something let's get more people on this course get them to try this and that's what you you know you need to do let's get let's offer a special um, and as she said uh, you, you pay your 2019 dues you're good for two years for this season because this is just starting today I think here yep so if you get in you get this whole year dues free the next year you're, you're gonna go right into regular pay it's just two for one it's like a buy one get one it's you a know bogo. and right. to play this course and as you've even heard and many people have said it's it's one of the best courses in this whole area we all know it it's been it's it's a phenomenal our ground superintendent's done a terrific job over his last um you know 13 years with us made a lot of changes here it's just a phenomenal place to be and with the patio and the Re redoing of the pool and all the things that we've done we want to get people here so we came up with an idea you know let's try to offer make some value to this to get people here to see how much value is really in Lockport Town and Country Club and uh, so far and we, we tried it at the beginning of the year it's been successful for us people are coming out here and yeah I've never know. heard of that program before so that's interesting well it, that's a it's a good way it's like renting a puppy right you come out the first you're going to actually you never give the puppy back you end up joining the club for two years <laughs> and you end up you, you enjoy it for many many years after that right? yes yeah melissa i think that you know obviously the the challenge now of trying to figure out ways to make it a kind of a, a complete package and i know that you know being a member is sometimes for some it's all about golf and for mm -hmm. some it's all about other things and i know yeah. that uh you have some of those other things going on here with the great pool that's always been here, but some of the new things that we've got a chance to see with the renovations. I know last year when we spoke, the, it was kind of the finishing touches of these renovations, but now you've gotten to see it all the way through. I'm sure you're very happy oh, with what's turned amazing. out. Oh, it's been amazing. It's been amazing because seeing the patio going in and then to completion has just been one of the best things that I've been able to witness in my life because the joy wow, of the members. That's, that's pretty high praise. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> the joy with the members being able to, you know, see the patio throughout to completion, get out there. Um, they love it, and so do we. I think when you probably came up with this envision and this plan for how it was all going to look out there with these renovations, and then to be able to see on a great day, you know, it filled up with members mm -hmm. having dinners and drinks and those conversations and, and the heckling the golfers on the 18th and all that goes with it and that atmosphere and the fire pit. I mean, that's probably that's, exactly that's probably what's making you guys enjoy it more than anything is seeing it all together with the members enjoying it. Exactly. When that patio is full, that's when we're happiest. Absolutely. You know, it's created, as I said earlier, the excitement. You know, it's uh, you, you can people can get into you, we've continued at, at, and you've done your show here twice a year for how many years now. Yeah how we've gone with this club and just continued. There's always a process. There's always another something the following year that's always done. And all clubs do this. You know, you, you've got to stay ahead of it. And this project was um, the last kind of one of the last niches in the whole process that we did going through this whole clubhouse and golf course. And we were all a little nervous about it including myself, which I drive to get these things done. But, boy, when you see the product and the excitement that, you know, when the naysayers come and come to you and they go, I was wrong. This was really the right thing to do for this club. That that makes us all feel good. Yeah, you know? And I think, too, I mean, let's face it, you the – in Western New York, the nice days are not as many as there are in other parts of the country, and people want to take advantage of that. And I think having that outside, inside, sort of both possibility mentality that you have here with all your great rooms that you have now, I mean, just walking through here, you've got about four or five different ways that you can enjoy your day depending upon kind of what you're in the mood in, who you're with, what you're celebrating. You know, I, I think that uh, for those that are looking for a variety of ways to enjoy their golf membership experience here that you guys have checked a lot of those boxes for so. some people the hardest decision is where am i going to sit that's right you know if we don't have an event going on and they have options they just don't even know where they want to be that's right because there's so many great options all right so the membership again or the uh, membership special again just can we go through the details and then how they can if would they contact you first in order to kind of go through with the yeah, they can contact yeah. me um so again the details are they prepay 2019 stews and the rest of 2018 is waived. And like Ross said, it's the golf season is starting today. Yeah. So that's a great deal. Um, they're still going to be responsible for monthly assessments and food minimum. And then, of course, any fees. Um, but they're, for their dues, they're taken care of for two years for the price of one. 
Excellent. Great opportunity. How could they contact you, Melissa? They can contact me. They can always, I always say stop by. Um, come see it if you haven't already. Somebody's here pretty much all of the time. So um, I actually had somebody come in the other day. They stopped in and they left a member. So always, you know, feel free to stop in and see me. But you can also call 433-5969. Ask for Melissa. Um, if I'm not here, somebody else will take care of you or they'll get you to my voicemail. Excellent. Roland, just again, I know that uh, I will say that we always feel so welcome coming here. And I'm sure that, I mean, that carries through with people that might be coming in to, to be members here. I know that's a great atmosphere that you guys have established. It's not even something that I think you guys have to try to do. I think it's just the people that are here, uh, that's just something that comes natural to you. So I, I'm just, I will on the air compliment you and your staff for, for always having us have that feeling, and I'm sure the members feel the same way. And they do, and thank you very much. As you know, this is just a reach. This is another part of their home. This is another. Their friends are all here. Their families are all here. So you want to keep that same environment carrying through the whole facility. And My staff, it's just it's a wonderful thing to have members or guests that are here come up and say, you know, you've got the nicest staff. You've got the nicest. I always feel so welcome when I come here. And, and that's, and I know you get that environment anywhere, you know, most of the clubs in our area around here, that's the, that's what you get. You really do get that. And that's, and that's how good staff around you makes yes, that happen. Absolutely. Again, the number here, if you want to call Melissa to find out more about this great opportunity, 433-5969, 433 433- 5969 here at Lockport Town and Country Club. Melissa Rowland, thank you again. Thank, thank you. you. Great to be here. One more check of uh, what's going on at the Valero Texas Open, or our, our first look. When we come back, Kevin Sylvester will be line up on the line. He is there for our check of the PGA Tour leaderboard. When we return here on TD Green, we're live at beautiful Lockport Town and Country Club here in Lockport, New York on WGR. Welcome back to Lockport Town and Country Club. Brian Colziel, PGA Pro Jeff Metis here on WGR. I want to thank Melissa, Rollin, and Judd for joining us here throughout the show. Again, if you heard about some of those great opportunities to maybe come be a part here of all the great stuff going on at Lockport Town and Country Club, you can call Melissa 433-5969, or as they said, honestly, you can just pull right up and uh, say hello to whoever greets you first and They'll take you through all the questions and thoughts that you might have about being a part of this course. Uh, Kevin Sylvester coming up on the line here in just one moment from the Valero Texas Open. But I know you've played this course many times here. Yep. I, I just love how it's such a variety of holes. Like you've got some that obviously these first couple here that we see by the clubhouse, mm -hmm. there's some elevation change and there's some challenge there. But then there's some maybe some more traditional ones toward the back. And I mean, the par threes are so unique here. The par threes, I just I love the look of them all, too. And. You know, some of them have that, oh, this one's shorter, it's easier, but actually sometimes that first par three that you hit sometimes is the hardest one. It's like, cause of just the, the, the look of it, I just, I think that's such a great variety of holes here. I love the par three holes here, too. I think they're awesome. Yeah, it is a fun golf course, and it, it, it's a, I would say it's a little challenging to walk. There's some hills here. I mean, for Western New York, it's not challenging if you're from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but uh, it is it is a nice course. I don't know, when was the course built? It's it's an older-looking course. Uh, when. 1911. 1911. Yeah, this original nine holes is 1911, and then they, they added the other ones in the 80s or late 90s. 91, we added the new holes. It is a fun walk. There's a, It's a beautiful old golf course, and it's one of those clubs that's enjoyable. It's like you can just walk up to the door and meet somebody. It's not. There's no pretentiousness. There's no uh, There's no airs about this place. It's it's very, very comfortable to come to. Yeah, no doubt, and there's such a, such a great variety of holes. And the 18th, it's a very, very cool finishing hole. For those of you that have never played here, um, I invite you to even just when you come in to say hello, but look out over where their brand new patio is and check out the 18th hole. It is, it's one of the, the best finishing holes in Western New York and, uh, you hit over water bunkers all surrounding the green. It's People a real harassing you. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a yeah. real picturesque place. It's exactly what you'd want. There's yeah. no doubt about it. All right. Uh, Kevin Sylvester now joining us on the line here on TD green as, uh, Brian and Jeff, of course, are here at Lockport town and country club. Kevin is in San Antonio, Texas. Kevin, good morning. Morning, fellas. You know, I'm thinking about that. You were talking about the par threes, and thinking about how, you know, I always have a good round going, and then I get to 15 and hit a tee shot there, and 
hit the front of the green and yelling for the ball to stay, stay, and then it comes down the hill. <laughs> fun, fun golf course to play for sure. Yeah, that, the par three that you're referring to, that one's another one to, to uh, that sometimes is challenging to judge uh, the distance on and things like that. But Kev, you played here many, many, many times. You mentioned one of the holes that you like, but just overall, uh, for those that maybe are um, interested in hearing more about this place, for the golf side of things, what do you like about playing here? Uh, you know what? I, I love the golf course. I, I, I really do. I, I, I think it is uh, so unique in that you have, you know, it was originally nine holes, and you have all the mature trees aligning um, the mix of the front and the back nine, uh, you know, one through five. Then you come back over 15, uh, 18 on in. You know, I, I love that the par fives, um, you know, well, one, I you know, it's not reachable, but it is, you know. <laughs> I don't suggest. Oh, it's reachable. Come on. Well, yeah, but, I mean, it, it's very tough to, to get it up there uh, on the surface. And because of how the green complex is, you you may be better laying back, in, in my opinion. Uh, and I'll say You're the hitting same a thing. seven iron in, aren't you, Kev? Uh, yeah, yeah, and then I'm in another seven iron in, too, after that. <laughs> and, and 17s are real cool. That one is reachable in two but there's so much uh trouble up there too uh by the green so it, it, it's just great what they've done and, the, and then they've you know made some um enhancements if you will uh especially number three which i think is one of the toughest par fours in all of western new york the tee shot is so difficult um and then that green too you've got to know the green um and, and where to hit the golf ball uh as many as the as, as like professionals play a golf course they know where to put the ball on a green to, to be in position to make a putt or to get out with a par, depending upon where the whole location is. So it is just a fantastic round of golf, and the members there are just so welcoming and great people, as you guys mentioned. Yeah. All right, let's get our PGA leaderboard check, PGA Tour leaderboard check, brought to you by Encore Golf, Buffalo's Golf Ball, and by Donald Ross, the world's finest golf apparel. And, I uh, wish it, by the way, I wish We're I looking good in our Donald Ross gear here today. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I brought my TD Green Donald Ross pullover yesterday. You know, I looked at the long-range forecast here in San Antonio, and I'll look in the 80s. Well, that changed, and, I, you know, I felt embarrassed. I even said this on the PGA Tour radio broadcast. I said, I'm embarrassed to say I'm chilly out here being from Buffalo, but it was chilly yesterday. Conditions were, <laughs> it, it was, you know, they said that it got to 63 degrees. I don't believe it uh, with the... Uh, the wind uh, that was in San Antonio. It was, it was a fall-like day uh, yeah, on the golf course in TPC San Antonio. The, the leaderboard that I'm looking at on my phone that said round two weather was 62. So you were right on with that. Um, at the top of the leaderboard, Ryan Moore and Zach Johnson are tied for uh, the lead at minus nine. And Zach Johnson knows how to play Texas golf courses. He's had success there in the past. Uh, what has been the buzz surrounding his first two rounds so far, Kevin? Well, you know, the interesting thing is he's won this tournament back-to-back years, but not at this golf course. It was at La, Con- uh, La Cantera uh, where he won back-to-back titles in the Texas Open. Um, so he has not won here. He had a challenging first round where nothing happened, but he was out early yesterday, and I think the green's a little more receptive, uh, made an eagle, and just – uh, was threatening the course record, just had everything going for him. And he even said afterwards that, you know, I didn't have anything perfect. I probably made some more putts than I should have, but I'll take it. You know, I uh, need to have something happen for him this year. And then, uh, you know, Ryan Moore, I followed him yesterday morning uh, in his round. And I, the most impressive thing about Ryan Moore is through 36 holes, he has a clean card. No bogus. Really? Yeah, which – and the conditions they had on the first day is, was incredible. And this golf course is so difficult. It's a hard golf course. You know, uh, some of the greens are they're very narrow and, and, and tough to hold when you get on them. And then you couple the winds in there. And even if you miss, if you miss a tee shot, the rough, I mean, there's a lot of limestone and rocks. It's not like you're going to get an even lie, and you may have to just pitch out. There's a lot of... Uh, cacti around here, the Yellow Rose of Texas, as they call them. Uh, a lot of those around, and, you know, Jimmy Walker, I remember in 18, in the first day, he had to take a drop out of a cactus. Uh, just a tough break, and then, you know, he chips out and then hits his fourth in the hazard. He took two penalty strokes and made a double bogey, which, 
was remarkable that he was able to do that. So very difficult golf course. Are, are all these players? Do they have the flatter ball flight? Is that the you know the the, the story of Texas? Those guys come out hitting the ball real flat because the wind. What's Ryan Moore's ball flight like? We know Zach Johnson hits a flat ball. What about Ryan Moore? Well, Ryan Moore doesn't. They, you know that is you know he likes to cut the golf ball, and you know it's just amazing to me that he he leads the tournament in driving accuracy uh, this week. So he's definitely uh, you know shaping his golf ball into the wind. And, you know, 17, for example, yesterday, whole location in the back, drivable par four. He didn't. Just, he decided not to go for the green. Now, he doesn't really have the length to get there, but he decided to lay back and had 115 yards instead of having a one of those, you know, sometimes in the wind, Jeff, as you know, a 60-yard shot can be awkward for the guys because you're not, you may not get the spin with how, uh, you know, acceleration you have to put on the golf ball to do that, and the wind will take some of that off and you're off the back of the green. So, uh, he and the wind was coming off the left. That's where he hits the golf ball. So he put himself on the right side of the fairway. You know, had his ball hold up against that wind on the cut, and 16 feet away, made another birdie on his way in. So really controlled his play and his golf ball really well off the tee. Awesome. Well, Kev, uh, we'll leave you with this thought here. Just uh, for those that may be watching the event uh, on TV over the weekend, uh, what's something to to watch for? Or something unique about this course that uh, we should keep an eye on for those watching on TV this weekend? Well, you know, the 16th hole, um, the finishing holes here: 16, 17, 18, 16. Uh, you know, Greg Norman designed the course, and uh, I got to talk to the shark the other day. By the way, uh, was, which was pretty cool. cool about the golf course, um, but 16, Sergio Garcia helped uh, consult in that, and they put a bunker in the middle of the green, uh, kind of a homage to Riviera's sixth hole. Um, this is more of a, a, a two-donut with a back upper shelf and a lower shelf, so that's a neat hole to watch. 17, drivable par four, and then 18, such a tough par five. Uh, in the last uh, couple of years, it's taken a birdie on 18 to win, so this will, I expect this to come down to the wire uh, right at the finish. Excellent. Kevin, thanks so much. Uh, we'll be listening for you on PGA Tour Radio, and uh, we appreciate you joining us here this morning. I know you got up uh, a little earlier to join us. What is it, an hour behind? Or an hour, yeah, be an hour behind us here. So An hour or two? In te- where he's I think it's in one, right? One hour, it's, right, Kevin? It's one. If difference? it were two, for two, I would not be joining you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you for your dedication, Kevin. We appreciate it. Yeah, we'll see you yeah, next I week. Know. You got it, boy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks. Kevin Sylvester with us here live on TD Green. He is at uh, the PGA Tour event this week, the Valero Texas Open in San Antonio. Pretty cool course there. Uh, next week for the PGA Tour players, there will be the Zurich Classic of New Orleans, which is shaping up to be a real better field than maybe uh, what they've been getting in the past. And then for Mother's Day weekend, we're, we're two weeks away. By the way, uh, if, you're, if you haven't thought about that, you should prepare, prepare for, yes. for your mom's. The, the best people in the world, take care of them. Uh, that's coming up in two weeks with the Players' Championship, which is always a, a fun event. It, it really does feel like the fifth could, major. I mean, we, yeah, that could cause some friction in the house if you want to watch a Players' Championship on Sunday. So make your plans early. That's you right. Know, schedule your day the proper Take mom way. out to brunch right. to get early. all that taken care of, and right. then you can you can watch the end there. Yeah, no dinner on that day for mom. Absolutely. No, just no doubt. <laughs> well, uh, for everyone here at Lockport and across uh, Western New York golf courses, this is going, this is really like opening weekend. It's finally gotten here. I know... I people have been shopping at the bit. We're excited here uh, to get going. And for people that are listening right now, they might be going out to play their first round of the year this weekend, Jeff. How about just a, a quick uh, last-minute bit of advice for those maybe playing for the first time this year? Yeah, I would uh, I would take the expectations out of my round today. I just will go out and enjoy being out there and uh, working on solid contact, working on my balance, and, uh, and as we spoke earlier, trying to create a little speed out there today. Yeah, take your 7-iron and try to hit it one club further than you normally do a couple times on the golf course today. See if yep. you can do it. You might, Challenge yourself. You might uh, you might miss hit a shot that you right. normally don't, and that's okay. It's just it's going to happen today. So just right, right. Well, let let that go right now, right? <laughs> although we are although we are in posting season already, so you might want to already. Uh, yeah, it started the fifteenth. Can you believe it? We're already posting around. So maybe maybe don't mess around too much because you'll start padding your handicap and you'll get a bad rep. That's right. Yes. Next week we will be uh, heading. South, which is usually kind of what you do here from Lockport, but yeah. much south. We'll be yes. heading to Bradford, Pennsylvania. Pine Acres. Pine Acres. Kirky Stauffer. We're going to see him. He's heading off to the Senior PGA uh, Championship. We're looking forward to chatting with him about that a little bit. And it's a, it's a really nice course tucked in below uh, Allegheny State Park there. It'll, it'll be a nice day for us. Absolutely. So that is where we will be next week. Of course, 
Uh, we want to remind you just a couple of things. You can be a part of our next Batavia Downs Majors Challenge. Uh, again, uh, we, con- we were in contact this week with our Masters winner. Uh, that was Steve Kearney, and uh, he's off to Batavia Downs for a great night of fun. Uh, a hotel night, free play money, restaurant and drink money, and uh, that was all courtesy of our friends at Batavia Downs. Our next a- Majors Challenge will uh, be for the U.S. Open. We mentioned that earlier with Judd, at he- where he used to work. Shinnecock Hills. So in June, so you can start to start making your picks ready. Again, uh, I'll have all the information on Twitter at BrianWGR. If you don't follow me, that's where all the info is going to be for the contest. Make sure you follow me at BrianWGR. But, uh, and follow me at Metus, M-I-E-T-U-S-P-G-A. We'll be, uh, we'll this be is the year of Metus on Twitter, I heard. <laughs> this is the year, yeah. I've had the account. I just, you know. Yeah, you've been very active on Twitter. Yes, I'm, I've been noticing I'm learning. That. So I'm good luck to you and Tim this week. By the way, um, Kudos to uh, also for those uh, from the Buffalo News this week, uh, Jay Skursky, Jerry Sullivan, and all the staff that worked on the golf preview. Some really good articles in there. Thanks to Sully for uh, he threw a couple of quotes in there for me about the scrambles. I read that. Yes. Did yeah. You, you want to finish second? Uh, you, do you like my my thing about finishing second? I couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> you finish first, you're getting booed. You think yes. everybody thinks you cheat that you cheated. And they wrote a real nice article as Kevin did earlier in the year on yeah. the Buffalo Sports page about about our our new facility at Glen Oak, which we're very yeah. Tim Freeze, the new owner there. It's it's very, very exciting to uh Yeah, to you and it. Tim were in there quite a bit. Nice picture of Tim there standing on, at the PGA Championship. Yeah, <laughs> he's a very good player, Tim. That's why. That's right. Well, they had to sell papers. You that's put right, a color yeah. photo of Tim. Oh, he's so good looking. Yeah, that'll sell papers. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, anyway, I uh, want to thank everybody here at Lockport Town and Country Club. Judd Noto, the PGA professional. Melissa Pinkham, the marketing director. And, of course, the great general manager, Roland O'Malley, for having us. Again, if anything that uh, you listen to today intrigues you, you want to stop by, they're well welcoming to you as well. You can also give them a call, 433-5969. We'll be back here later in our Tee to Green season for another show at Lockport. Next week, we will be at Pine Acres in Bradford. And for Kevin Sylvester and all everybody here at Lockport Town and Country Club, thanks to Jeff Metis, our PGA pro here always on our show. Joe DiBiase back in our Amherst studios. Thank you, Joe. My name is Brian Colziel. I appreciate you listening here. Tee to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Michelob Ultra by Custom Turf and our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantara, and Briarwood. Enjoy the weekend, and we'll talk to you next week yeah, here go, on Tee to Green. Go play golf today. Absolutely. Yeah. Right here on WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.